I think my husband needs Viagra, though. I think he just needs some fucking new chuncho. That'll zap it right out of you. I thought I had erectile dysfunction, but I, but I just needed a weekend away. Hello, everyone. Hola, mis amigos. You're listening to Oh My God, Hi, Hijo de Dios. Hola. With me, George Lopez. Porque sabes que? Let's do the show. Porque that dry cleaner here by Kim Phelps. Neil Sport Spore and Paul. You know who George is? Oh, I'm sure he's around here somewhere. What's his name? George. Lopez. George Lopez. Oh my god. OMG. OMG. Hi. Oh my god. Hi. There's a certain confidence that comes with being properly groomed. There's an aura, a vibe. You can just tell by the way you carry themselves. We call this BGE, Big Groomed Energy. And there's only one way to get that BGE manscape. We'd like to introduce you to their best and biggest ultimate IG bundle yet. The Platinum Package 4.0 Manscape is the leader in below the waist grooming. Now trust them with the rest. Okay. You know, I had an experience, man, in Houston years ago where I, I tried to uh, manscape myself with a razor that was not a manscape. And I nicked myself. But as we know from the O.J. Simpson trial, even a nick can leave blood everywhere. So join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with the code O-M-G-H-I. Of course, I was wearing white corduroy pants. It looked like somebody had dropped a piece of lasagna on my crotch. Thanks to our sponsor, Matera. The craft trusted, effective, and accessible CBD products that support deeper sleep, relaxation, and relief. Go to Matera and you spell it M-E-D-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash OMG high and enter the code OMG high uh, at checkout for 30% off of free shipping on your first order. Also, listen, you know, most people have to take something to go to sleep. And a lot of the stuff that you take is chemical and it might be even a pharmaceutical and those things are all bad. You know, there's been cases where you've seen that people have taken a pharmaceutical and they're driving a tractor. They don't even have a tractor or there's some place they're not supposed to be. And it's because of the reaction or the side effect of the medicine. So uh, Matera is taking all of that out of it. So when, wherever you go to bed, you're going to wake up in the same place when you took Matera. Hey, and, and I want you to know you spoiled me, George, somewhat, but you, you don't have, I don't have beer. Did I use too or, much baby powder? I said I got enough baby powder. I could bake cookies, brother. <laughs> but but I, I I've got. Uh, let's see if I can get in front of the camera here. Right here, right here. Put it in front of your face, otherwise it's getting lost in the green. My screen. driver, my driver. Ah, there you go. Hold on. I, I, I don't have no beer, so I got me a bottle of wine right here. You drinking from the fucking uh, from the straight from the bottle? It's taking it no, straight. No. I've got my glass. I'm going to get all bubbles. So here's my, hey, cheers, man, to you guys. Cheers. Cheers to you, George. Hey, so I can't tell you where I am, but it's gone with the wind. No. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go see uh, David Gilmore tonight, man. Uh, the One of the girls that works at Harris says, are you a fan of Pink Floyd? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, Pink Floyd, to me, 
I mean, first of all, first of all, those guys don't get along, which is awesome because they're both fucking great. <laughs> they both go on separate tours. That, like they don't get along. It's like if the guys in Tierra were bigger, bigger stars, the two brothers, God rest their soul. Oh yeah, Rudy and Steve. I heard I heard uh somebody uh saw paranormal and the two brothers uh, have passed on, and even in the afterlife, they don't talk to each other. Oh, my <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> yeah. They say, hey, go over to that fucking cloud over there. Don't come over here. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go see uh, David Gilmore. He's doing, I guess it's 50 years from the dark side of the moon. Oh, really? That's 50 awesome. Years. 50 years. And it's 50 years since somebody broke our fucking front window. We never found out who did it. Two things, two anniversaries to celebrate. There you go. <laughs> we're all in the backyard. Hey. The front window is broken and the fucking nobody. No, we're outside. Everybody's outside. Nobody saw anything, huh? Hey, I saw you on a cooking show with uh, Bert Nelly the other day. Yeah. And I saw you get you talking about uh, your old friend, Ed. Yeah, she was, you know, they were married for a long time. And then, you know, Wolf. And uh, it's funny, man, because, you know, you never know in life what's going to happen. Like, I remember one time I landed coming from somewhere traveling in Burbank and, and I saw Eddie and Valerie Burton, this was like in the early eighties and they were all kind of cuddled. And this is this big puff of hair, you know, and the, right there trying to lay low, both had big hair. And I'm like, Oh man, is that them? You know, walking there. And I guess Eddie told me that they were going to a fight in Las Vegas and, and, and they were trying to lay all, all low, but they were, you know, it was early on in the, in the, not early on, but in maybe eight mid eighties, they would have been married probably like five years. And uh, he, they used to go to the fights together and, I never thought that I'd know, I'd know them both. I mean, Valerie was big because she was from the, you know, TV. And then she lived in the Valley, went to Granada Hills. We talked about that. And then Ed was like, you know, my favorite band and, and all that. Shit. It wasn't until I saw that. And I, and I told the wife, you know, that you had taken Ed down to the show as I'm watching her show. Uh, Cause the wife told me, Hey, George is going to be on the, the cooking show. So I, I was watching it and she says, well, yeah, they were married. I had no idea they were married. Oh, they were married forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Ed, man, it's like, you know, the thing that, I mean, you know, there, you know, um, that show reels and I used to, I watch reels, you know, I watch reels, uh, that, that channel, they would do the, those, uh, you know, uh, uh, I married a murderer or, um, uh, um, the breaking of the band, like they did Van Halen and breaking of the band. And then I saw that his son Wolf was upset because they did an autopsy show on Eddie, you know, mm -hmm. and that he was really, you know, like he's very vocal, man. Like much Eddie was very quiet, you know, and just never really kind of wanted to get into things. And 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 Wolf is opposite, man. He's he's very. I think the Italian, maybe the Italian side that, that that you know, they both come out and said, you know, this is some bullshit because you know, and and uh, I called the. Uh, the, the president of Reels Channel. And I told him that um, I thought it was, it's just inappropriate, man. Like, you know, you know, you don't know, look at Jimi Hendrix and Jeff Morrison and Janis Joplin and, 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 you know, all the 27 club from the early seventies, 1971, maybe that's, maybe that's more fair game than a guy that has just not even been gone two years and who, 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 you know, was very ill, but then also, was very private, man. Like, you know, uh, when you read somebody's autopsy, man, that that's, that's the private, the, you know, they're, they're not there to defend themselves and they're, it's a sure. very private, private thing. And, and I just told them that I just thought it was, it was, 
it was in bad taste. And you know. I, I've never been able to help anybody making documentaries or anything like that. They want to talk to some of our witnesses. They can, hey, it's personal. They've already been through it. Let it go. And I don't care who you are, bad guy, good guy. Somebody loves them. And it's hey, terrible. You know what, man? That's a good, that's crazy you say that. Huh? Good guy, bad guy, somebody loves them. It's true. Sure. Somebody, somebody yeah. will say, hey, you know, just because my son was five foot and he wore a leather suit and moccasins doesn't mean he killed those people up in the Hollywood Hills that night. Hey, I'm, I tell you what, I'm not going to tell them this. When it comes to you, if they start doing an autopsy on you, I'm not going to tell them. Stay away from his verga because that, you know, that's going hey, into Smithsonian. You're gonna fucking need two guys to hold that one, eh? Just to <laughs> <laughs> split it down the middle and like, hey, you know what? Close it. Never, did he never clean down here? No, that's right. Um, it's gonna take him two weeks to get the smell off their hands. <laughs> hey, stop wearing that skin. That's not a hat. Bring it back over put it on the table. <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, let me ask you a question because you know Charles Manson wasn't at the at uh, you know alleged not at the murder of 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 that I like to say the names but but of those people on Cielo Drive he was not there he wasn't yes. in the house yes and you can still be charged for multiple murders if you're not if you don't take a hand in the murder yeah because he was the he was the guru that put it all together he's a co-conspirator. Even though he didn't pull the trigger, he's he's a co-conspirator because he put it all together, had them doing things on his behest. So they said, what if he said, hey, they're lying? Well, they, I guess they had the trial, right? Yeah, they had the trial and somebody said, Charlie, you're lying. Right. You know, when I was a and, young and, deputy and, sheriff. And, it, and interesting, even back then, before, even back then, before cameras in the courtroom, like everybody's watching Johnny Depp. And that trial that was in Virginia, people thought it was in Hollywood. That was a crazy trial. Um, I think I'm going to offer Amber Heard a, a gig on my show. I'm going to pay her a <laughs> million dollars an episode in 13 weeks. And I'm going to say, hey, hey, don't pay hey, Amber. This, drop this, a this, will take, this will get you even. <laughs> That's awesome. 13 fucking million dollars. No, those day, the days of million dollar episodes are gone. A million dollars. Uh, I remember one time Ray Romano was driving into the lot and and he was driving a Navigator and I had a fucking turbo Porsche and I said, God, the only the difference between he and I are these cars and at eight hundred and twenty five thousand dollars a week. He <laughs> 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 was making a million dollars a week. What is that? Fucking Pablo Escobar? Or what? <laughs> They don't pay anybody like that anymore. You could be the most talented motherfucker in the world. Like, 35, take it or leave it. I'll take it. You know. <laughs> so, so how are those? Uh, was that another comic, another crime convention you went to? I'm going to be all out by the time I go see David. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the fucking pig flying over the audience. No, it, it was a 100-year uh, anniversary of Sheriff's Homicide Bureau. And so it was a big event. It was a nice big event. Was Alex there? Uh, yes, he was. Yes, he was. What do you say about being, what do you say about being on the podcast? I I talked to him and he said everything is coming out positive. He liked that I was with him that night. Then I went out and did some stuff with him on uh, uh, Saturday morning, yesterday morning, and he's very very happy. I apologize. I'm not going to be with him uh, Tuesday night, election night, uh, where I'm hoping he gets that fifty percent plus one. I'm going to yeah. be in uh, Chicago, but uh, his wife guaranteed me they're, they're going to FaceTime me. 
What what uh, what are you going to Chicago for? Uh, a great event. You know, it, it's I'm going back to talk to uh, wounded, injured veterans, and uh, some surviving family members of uh, cops killed in the line of duty. I'm do, and it's just for a podcast, but I guess this podcast, they got a decent spot. I think CBS may be sponsoring them. Uh, I'm going down there. I'm take this first time I've ever taken a red eye special going in tonight and get there tomorrow morning, arrive at six, going straight to a golf course. And where I'm not playing golf, George, you know, I don't do that, but I'll go out there and uh, be with the guys, the veterans that are injured and been in combat uh, cheer them up. And then Tuesday, uh, and then take me to this private, I think it's a private cops club. It says, Hey, the ship blows over there. And we're going to go in there for a Monday night, Tuesday. I have a, a podcast with that's when we do the podcast. And then a nice steak dinner. Well, let me and, tell you something. You, you, if, you're, if this is your first red eye, when you land, you better get into that evidence locker and get some Coke because you're going to be <laughs> You're going to be flat on your ass by noon. Hey, I took a red eye and I take them all the time. And I had a meeting at 1030 and I landed at 730 and and they ended up canceling the meeting. And there was no way that I was going to fucking be able to talk at 1030 in the morning. I was almost dead. Well, fortunately, when I get there, I don't have to talk. It just wasn't the housekeeper tickling my think I've ever would have But not with our hands, just with all those things, the things they use. Ah, a little feather duster. <laughs> like in the old days, the good old days. Oh. Uh. You know, sometimes uh, uh, you get harder with people. No, put that one down in the code book. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that down. I think my husband needs Viagra, though. No? I think he just needs some fucking new chuncho. I'll zap it right out of you. I thought I had erectile dysfunction, but I but I just needed a weekend away. Fucking <laughs> okay, all pass. Everybody uh, spent all this money on medicine. Just everybody go fucking fucking for two weeks. <laughs> all the false fucking pain clinic would be like, oh, everybody used to want fentanyl. Now they, now they just want the Viagra. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that your body deteriorates as you uh, as you get older, man. I mean, I, I heard when we're working, I bought the director a scooter, and I said, I think I'll get myself one. The difference between having a scooter and having to instead of having to walk back and forth, I'm like a fucking brand new man at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. you know, fucking when I was in fucking back and forth all day, they're like, oh, they're ready for you. And you're like, oh, you fuck, well, with a fucking scooter. Of course, I'm a you know, fucking slash. I almost cut this out of my face off for the fucking. I was like, truck. <laughs> when I was at that's good. I'm, hey, you know what? I'm happy for you, man, because I, like I said, you know, you, you, we get to see you every week. So you always have an answer for whatever questions we ask. And there, and it's always a, a good, it's always a proper answer. You're not like me, you know, <laughs> taking everything right. but, but, uh, but you know, those guys, the, and, and that's why I think is that everybody that's kind of been in crime, first of all, doesn't have the credentials that you have. And they've all been through the, through the fucking mill already. It's almost like, Hey, you want to go see, you know, you want to go see this band. I'm like, I seen that fucking band already. But so you're, but you're, you, that thing is still new. It's fresh. And um, I think they're doing a, didn't, didn't uh, uh, Aaron say they're doing, I think doing a, 
Night Stalker, like fucking uh, 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 miniseries or something? I don't know what they're doing. I, they, they, do, they do stuff. I have people calling me. I'm, I'm still waiting for uh, Ben uh, Hernandez, your, your buddy, the, the director. You know who's playing? You know who's going to play Richard Ramirez? Mario Lopez. He's going to stop working out for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting to see what, what he ever follows up with, if he's ever going to do anything. Oh, because we had that show, the Foothill show? Yeah, yeah. He said he wanted to do a movie. Yeah. Well, he had wanted to do a movie, but I have a show. I probably shouldn't say it is about the last detective from the Rodney King era is about to retire from the Foothill Division in uh, Pacoima. Those guys were brutal. All right. Almost, they were. I'm not saying they're very nice now. I have some friends. I, yeah, I, I, I ain't saying shit. You're talking about the blue meanies. Those dudes, man, you know, they kick your ass instead of having to learn how to run. <laughs> I didn't chase nobody. Listen, hey, listen. you know, unless you've ever been either pushed by a nightstick or have had the pleasure of being hit by one, you don't ever really. It, you think wood is hard? I don't, the fucking nightstick has a fucking lead center. And not only that, not, not only that. Then the psychological effect of having them stand over you say, you want more, puto? Okay, and, then, and then whoever thought of putting the brace on there just went from like, 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 like fucking Aquaman to the bottle that can breathe underwater and fly <laughs> and throw webs and fucking Pablo gets can get any girl. Like, look over here. He just, you know, and uh, I mean, whoever put the brace on it, forget it. Oh. It's, all good. <laughs> it's like tubing, you know, tubing, everybody can do water skiing was tough. The, the one fin Harley, but if you can, if you can, I've seen dudes do the nightstick where they almost like the meanest fucking marching band in the world. They twirl. That fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a drum major. Like, don't I'm fucking, a drum don't cross, major. Don't cross in front of this band. I'll fucking hit you in the leg with it. Hey, I was no good with the sap, but I could. They can bust your kneecap in one in one in one. Oh, sure, sure. That 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 new one with the handle, the, they used to call it PR24. You, they teach you how to use it with the handle, move that thing around. And I was no good with a sap. I already told you that one went flying out of my hand. But with that stick, I have broken I have broken a leg. I you know, I, I have one that that, that that is called a P uh, uh PR a PCDM. Is that a Pichicaron <laughs> don't move model? <laughs> those, are the ones, those are the ones you get over there at the, uh, the flea market <laughs> but you know but you know in 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 um first of all the pot the podcast uh the whole idea of a podcast got very successful real fast and then you know people used to either like walk their dogs and listen to it and then fucking get attacked by some fucking people because they're not listening or fucking running to get hit by a fucking car because, you know, they're listening to Mark Maron and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 but, but, but the crime, I think, I don't know what the top podcasts are, but I would, uh, I would assume that crime is up heavy on the, on the, uh, nobody, nobody has a podcast about, you know, how to, how to live better. Everyone wants to watch that bullshit. It's just, it's just crime. Yeah, you see, my favorite murder is one of the biggest podcasts. Con, a crime con, and then that stuff in Chicago. And and let me tell you, man, you think you you know, little VHF 
fucking uh, BCR fucking every Tuesday. And those guys, until you fuck, until you meet some Chicago cops, bro, that it's gonna be like, it's gonna that's gonna be like jumping out of an airplane versus running around with a little pinwheel out of your car. Mm-hmm. Those dudes in Chicago, they're 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 legit, man. Oh, I've I've met some former cops from Chicago. They are legit. Matter of fact, as soon as my daughter uh, found out that I was going, she's got friends that come out here. You, so she right away, and she's dad. They're ready to take care of you. They're ready to do it. I said, sweetheart, you know I ain't got that much time. I'm going over there. These guys, I'm going to be with these guys. Don't worry about it. But they are, and I and I've helped them out when they come down here to L.A. Once I found out they were cops. Hey, let's roll it out for him. Let me let me tell you that this may have happened, may have not happened, may have happened. But <laughs> I, I was going to do the funny firm in the '90s. Somebody said, "Hey, I got a friend of mine that can get you some tickets to the Cubs games." I said, "Oh yeah?" He goes, "Yeah, he'll be out there in the corner waiting for you." And I said, "Okay, tell him what I look like." And I'm waiting around. I go, "Where's this fucking guy?" There's a cop. There's a oh, there's a police officer in the middle of the street. He goes, "You George." And I go, yeah. And he goes, I'm the guy. And he gave him some money. We just went with the pocket that had the badge. And he took him out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, said, I wish oh, I had gonna, more time. I'm not going to get busted. That's for sure. <laughs> I wish I had more time because the Dodgers are going to be back there playing the White Sox. Oh, you know, so if God. I extended it. And they offered me, I say, you want to go to the game? When but is I that? Dude, you got to stay, uh, man. I, I can get you tickets. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing the White Sox. Uh, all I gotta do is change my flight. They're playing on Wednesday. Hey, and... I'll put you in the owner. I know the owner of the of the White Sox, Jerry Wines, and then uh, uh, Tony Larusa and the Dodgers. Yeah, my owners, they fuck, fuck them, man. <laughs> Every week they got a fucking thirteen year old playing a new position. <laughs> hey, we're still in first place, brother. Hey, I don't know where place. they fucking pull these dudes out of, man. Ching out, you know what? Hey, hey Dusty had a little league. Dusty Baker was 71 years old when he retired. Those dudes, those dudes, Mookie, you know, uh, Mookie is, is a member at uh, uh, where I play golf. And, um, you know, we, you know, we grew up thinking that, that the biggest guy or the most muscular guy was the fastest, best guy. You know, he doesn't have an ounce of fat on him, all muscle, but, but you know, he's, he's, he's not the tallest guy. And this dude is one of the best and, and, and Freddie Friedman, whatever those names is, Freddie, Freddie, uh, Freddie Fender, whatever. The fuck. Uh, <laughs> those, those, this, team, this team is like this team is like one of those teams the fucking Yankees would have had in the 50s, man. They're that good. Hey, and this guy, really? this guy Turner slides like he's going like he's on air, brother. He's bad. The I'm, fucking Dodgers, hey, the right fielder doesn't have a spine, and that motherfucker's still out there every day. They tell you he was born without a spine. Yeah. <laughs> still a good story. He just had like a hanger that the people the back. Of. <laughs> so what's They're going still- on? So, so let's let's so I endorsed uh, Rick Caruso after after uh uh talking to you know to you guys and having Alex on. And then uh actually Caruso called me himself. Is that right? Oh, wow. I think I think he saw the podcast and he said, you know, and I told him, I said, hey, man, you know, ask these guys, ask Alex, ask, you know, uh, uh, um, um, and, and about about you. And, he, and and why would you want the gig? And he's like, hey. I just want the city to be better than it is. I, I believe him. And we talked about the homeless stuff and we talked about, you know, our, our current mayor, you know, 
even even if like Alex said, the five kings, which is which is, you know, man, it's like you know, a guy that's yeah. under that amount of scrutiny who's still free enough to talk about the people that I mean, it's really like they're adversaries. But you go, how come the mayor doesn't have the power that the mayor had when we were coming up? Is because they have this committee, you know, the five kings, and um, I think we're seeing now that. Um, a lifelong politician or somebody who um, maybe have people in their pocket that 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 kind of anonymity doesn't last forever. And you see some people who who are being accused uh, on the on the you know council and on the in the board of representatives or whatever the city that you know you can stay too long, you know. You can stay. You can stay too long. Yeah, Vasta. He's, you know, and, and I'm glad. That, I mean, he even got Snoop Dogg endorsing Caruso. I mean, so that, yeah. that's got to be a tremendous. That goes a long and way. Once he, and and once he wins, and and yesterday when I was with Alex, he didn't mention Caruso by name, but he believes uh, there's going to be a definitive change, and he's really hoping to work closely. They'll have a lot better relationship. And I'm sure he's talking about Mr. Caruso. And so I'm hoping he, I told the wife right away, you know, I don't live in Los Angeles and they, he's got it. You know, he's, he doesn't have to do this stuff. You know, they, 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 uh, they, they write articles about him being, um, uh, you know, uh, like, I don't know if the investigator is the right word, but being looked, looked at, everybody should be looked at. And if you look at the other politicians, they're being looked at too. It's not just, you know, everybody gets looked at and he's, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever people believe, they're going to believe what they're going to, what they're going to believe, what they hear, not what they know. Like we're in a place now where they're going to, they're going to believe what they hear and not what, what's been proven. You can malign somebody and then that person will be, you know, I don't know who shit in the bed, but who, whoever shit in the bed. Johnny Depp's wife. I have a theory. <laughs> I have a theory. By the size of it, you can tell by the size of it because, you know, dudes, todo fucking camote, they a fucking monkey, fucking monkey tail, fuck A. Did the J fall off a junior's wall? The fucking the wooden J. But you know the texture of the of the cho- of, of the pedazo de caquita will tell you. It's like you know when you used to go buy shoes. The the bigger shoes were for the men, and the little ones that they'd have to open were for the ladies. I mean, come on. <laughs> But now you can have a, a lady swimming against another lady that's a fucking size 14 shoe. <laughs> with a little fin, with a little fin on her surfboard underneath. Cut <laughs> <laughs> into the water. Hi, I'm George Lopez, and I'm single. Gil's married. Manscaped has helped you keep keep yourself in the game. If you were a long distance runner and there was a runner that was way better than everyone else, and you could stay close to him, that was a victory. I think of the same thing with pubes. If you let your shit grow wild, and nobody can see the address of your house, and you're like, what the hell's going on down there? (laughs) Manscaped is their new Platinum Package 4.0. It's the biggest bundle that they're offering, and they're giving you a discount on all of the Manscaped top products. Listen. I'm, I'm not a member of, of Manscaped's uh, uh, financial, but I would just say, when I look down there and I can see what I want to see, you know, sometimes the clouds get in the way, almost like pedals, I'm happier 
and you'll be happier too. So inside of the Platinum Plus package, you'll find a lawnmower 4.0, a trimmer, a weed whacker. That's what I need, weed whacker. And then a nose hair trimmer. There's nothing for the oil for Chiquito yet. <laughs> Body wash, ultra premium, two-in-one shampoo, conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant. Uh -huh. I've been in this hotel room a long time. I'm getting tired of my own box. <laughs> and a travel bag to hold all the goodies while you're traveling. Oh. I'm serious. You're not been taking the fucking safe. I can almost tell what time it is. By going like that. Like, oh, the lawnmower 4.0's body trimmer and weed whacker nose and ear trimmer feature proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you can shave with less mess. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with the ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply your aluminum-free ultra premium deodorant for the cologne quality scent on the go. But it's not just your pits that stank, your balls stank too. Thankfully, their crop preserver ball deodorant Crop Reviver Ball Toner can solve this problem for you. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. But let me tell you something. Manscaped is so good, I will miss smelling my own fucking webbles there in the middle, at, at whatever time in the morning. You just a fucking little Venetian, like a little fan. You go down, you're like, oh. <laughs> and you know what you're smelling like. I'm going to take the... Hey, they're going to take the pleasure out of my days off. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OMGHIGH at manscaped.com. Listen, if you listen to this to this podcast and it sounds like, you know, we're not serious, this is a part of, of I think, grooming because all the viejas have the little Charlie Chaplin for a little thing. Hey, but they prepare for you. You better prepare for them. That's what I'm saying. So 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code OMGHI because you, circumcised and uncircumcised, there's not a lot we can do about that. Maybe pull the sun sunroof back, put the sunroof back up, but I'll unlock your big groom energy with Manscaped because if you're circumcised and Oveja says like, oh, I, I don't like guys that are circumcised and you peel it back like the fucking Tortuga at the LA Zoo, the big one, I think. And remember, when you trim the hedges, the trees stand tall. Mateo was founded by a group of friends passionate about having CBD and bringing it to those who love it the most. So if you haven't heard of CBD, it could promote relaxation, sleep, and a slew of other benefits. So topicals like, uh, like a hemp-infused uh, Manuka cream or on-the-go pain relief roll-on help you balance your skin, your body, and your mind. Deep sleep gummies support the journey to finding deep, relaxing sleep that leads to a rejuvenating day. I'll tell you something. You know, like so many people were against CBD and THC, and it goes back to even Gil. When, when we first started doing the show, Gil, you said like, hey, man, I'm of the mind that if somebody had a joint, it was a felony to have a yeah. joint, right? Yeah. So of all of these things, I mean... I'm not sure when it happened because it maybe happened in Denver first. And then even, even if it's not THC that's legal where you live, like where I am right now, 
CBD is legal, but I would much rather take CBD than take something over the counter from your pharmacy prescribed by your doctor or not prescribed by your doctor. That's all I'm saying. Our industrial hemp is grown in America and is U.S. Hemp Authority certified. Our products are third-party tested, no GMO, contains organic ingredients, and grain-free. All right, so OMG High listeners get 30% off and free shipping with their order from Madera Sosa. So go to madera.com slash OMGHI and enter the code OMGHI at checkout. So 30% off, that's a lot. You go down there and try it. If you don't like it, don't try it again. But I'm going to tell you right now from me, and I've been, you know, having trouble sleeping my whole life that I've been on the road. There's nothing that works like Madeira and these products, and it'll work for you. And you don't even have the schedule that I have todo racha two thirty. I'm I'll try to get up at seven to fly away. <laughs> what do we have to deal with? Uh, are we doing calls or what are we doing? Uh, we're just chatting it out today. We got another one. I did an interview with Big Boy, and I was I had the guitar on my hand, and he said, "Play us out." And I was like, I could. I was like, my hand fell asleep. <laughs> and Big Boy was like, "This like, oh shit, he can't play." I, I, he's like, "All right," and this hand was the. Man, I've been gone a long time. I've, I've been I've been out here since uh, the middle of April. Back and forth a little bit, but yeah. But and uh, you got a couple weeks left too, don't you? Oh, I got more than a couple weeks. Ooh. I'm moving to another to another part of the the country for six weeks. Chingo. I won't be back till the statute of limitation wears out. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. I'll be back just in time to start the other show. Oh, do you have any idea when that starts? Uh, I think early August. But this has been fun, man. I mean, you know, there's, there's not, we can't post any pictures and can't really kind of talk about it. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a model that's from Brazil, Bruna. Um, She's got like 43 million. I can't pronounce her last name because it's Latino sounding. I've been, I've been around the fuck around with people for too long. I used to be able to like, (laughs) <laughs> I was like, uh, but you know, we did a thing yesterday and we were together all day in this, in a car and we were, you know, drive racing. I was driving and man, she, she was great. Funny and in it. And also, and we started slow because you know, the, the, um, you know, we're not, we're in a, we're in a sound stage and it's like green screen. And you have to imagine that 10 things are happening at the same time. It's hard to get, the 10 things in a sequence and then make yeah. it look natural. And by, and by, you know, by the, you know, for a second part of the day at the end, man, we just, it was fucking great, man. Great. Had you had much uh, experience with working with stuff, like the green screen stuff before, or is this all like you're kind of learning as you got it? You know, usually the green screen has been behind me, not in fucking in front of me. That's the difference. <laughs> behind you, yeah. they put shit behind you. In front, you have to see, a fucking fireball and, 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 a, and a fucking uh, guy that's half metal running at you. King of the fuck is <laughs> Yeah. What's that been like? Do you feel like you're getting used to it at this point or does it still feel sort of like weird? Mm. Yesterday was a big day in that. It was a big day because the, 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 the earlier before we had done stuff, but not to the degree of an actual action day 
of driving a car and and you know I mean I did move, move things that I've done where I've driven a car you've actually driven the car you know they go hold the traffic this thing man the car never moved all day the cameras moved and the cars didn't wow man that's a trip and then they have uh like I don't think that's too much and then they have special cameras that are for a special effect angle or angles that aren't that aren't that's not a regular camera i mean it's fucking i mean man you know what man they got that this arm that comes out right so the camera's already like you see this coming at you and then it can turn around 360 and just do all of this at the same at the same time it's like dude that's funky is it hard to not like look at that as you're, you're like have to like stay in the scene, but you see this crazy like tech thing going on? Over here? I would do this. They go say this over here, and then look over here, and I would be like, "Hey, get out of there!" And I would be like, this. "They go cut." I said, "Wow, what happened? Oh, I forgot to look." Ah, dang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's got to be tough. And you know, a million dollar camera. What do they have you look at? A piece of fucking tape. <laughs> like a, a tennis ball. Right? A million dollars. Go and take a little piece of tape. I right, look at this. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's, wow. it's, it's good. It's funny, man. I've been doing it for, you know, 43 years. I've been doing stand-up. And I think in my career, of all the things that I've had, I think right now, maybe potentially next year being the one of the best years I've had. Yeah, I've had that's great. I've had, good, I've had good years, but yeah. Shit, if you're saying that's going to be the best year you've had. You know what? If you see me on social media and I ain't fucking with anybody, you know I'm I'm taking it very careful. Like, I'm not, I'm not... Picking, I'm not picking fights. I'm not doing shit. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not picking it. So I can say anything I want to, and you're not going to say anything bad about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, uh, it's, you should stay, man. Let me know if you want to stay over there. Oh, okay. You're, you're, you're going to be too hung You're going to be too hungover to fly Tuesday, anyways. <laughs> that may be good you, hey, you know you, what hey when you go with those guys what won't you drink like that like 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 if i go with people like tonight we're having a little party before that i'm gonna go see david gilmore but then i gotta get up early in the morning but but i wouldn't do shots at the pre-party or maybe i would but I, you know i don't know if i would because uh, i want to go see david gilmore not <laughs> Not, I, yeah, you got to pace yourself only, a little bit. And the only reason, I, I mean, I, I'm going to go for the music, but I love that it breaks it up. And when that concert's over, I'm going to come back and go to sleep. If I stayed at that party, uh, yeah. It, well, here's the problem. You know, like yesterday I had a thing in the morning with uh, the sheriff. And then the afternoon I had a college, grad, you know, a graduation thing I had to go do. At the graduation thing, I wouldn't drink at all. And I told the wife, I said, I'm not going to drink. I don't want to drink. I got, it's been a long day. Tomorrow I have the podcast. And then I'm flying out tomorrow night. So I didn't want to drink. So I didn't touch alcohol all day. Nothing. When I go over there, I hate drinking the night before I'm going to leave. Because I know I got to get up and fly back. We're supposed to go out to a nice steak dinner. If I stay an extra day, I'm already committed to, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. His name is Momo. So I'm doing a, pod <laughs> I'm doing a podcast with Momo Thursday night. Yeah, you'll get back in time. Yeah, if I could, yeah. if I can get, but to go and see the to go see the Dodgers and the White Sox, that's like old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably end up uh, explaining to the wife. 
you know, I didn't want to do it, but George made me. George got me, <laughs> got me on the got me on the field, everything. You got the evidence right here. Just show her the podcast. <laughs> He's a good dude, Tony Russo. You like oh, him? Good, good. I, I'd love to. I'd love to. You know, we'll just... great guy. Yeah, I'll call. Him. One All time right. I called him. Uh, one time we were talking about him. we were in Las Vegas, and uh, I called him up, and it was probably like three thirty. I forgot he was back east, and he answered. And he had had a game because we were watching the highlights. And I, oh, I, know. I called him up, and he's like, "Hello, say hey, Tony's Joe. Hey, what's up, man?" What's going on? <laughs> I forgot that he was. You had a game that night. It was a Sunday night game. Did you give him that old drunk thing? Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? I always call people when they're full of also there. Oh shit! You know, I I need two. One for the the guy that's taking me to the game. My the guy that's going all around with me. Who's that? Oh yeah, uh, the guy's name is Rick. Uh, shit, let me see here. Caruso. Rick Caballero. Oh, pretty cool. Oh. What is he? What is he? He's a retired cop. He's also a veteran. Matter of fact, he makes porno. No, he's not in the porno. <laughs> uh, where, what's going He just sent me a text while I was with you guys, just telling me, oh, what would you like to drink while you're here? Oh, already. Mines. Oh. Uh, Great buying breast, breast milk. Yeah, I bet you bring some. Ah! <laughs> huh? What size? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to tell him. Hey, he goes, hey, I'm going to take off, but here's a pump for you. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow at the airport. Chicago's a great, it's one of my favorite, uh, it's one of my favorite cities. Well, I, I'm looking forward to it. You know, out of all the speaking stuff that I've done, to be able to go talk for wounded vets, uh, it's very important to me. Yeah. It, it, it really is. So, got it all. And I, police. It's very Chicano town because sure. you can walk and you can get a hot dog at the same time. We there like you go. <laughs> there you go. That's me. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you. yeah, you, you've, done, you've done both, man. You've done... Uh, you've done both. You did... You did your your service man you know i heard so much at the anniversary 100 year anniversary of the night i had so many guys come up to me and say congratulations they want to take pictures but they said we also saw the thing that you did with your old captain from vietnam and that was very very touching still very very heartfelt to me. so to be with these guys if i can give them a ray of hope Put a smile on her face. Look, I might feel like George Lopez for a second. Put you a smile I, on somebody's face. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, thank you, man. I I, I saw a guy, uh, uh, a guy named Carter Davis, um, in the airport, and uh, he uh, he had an organization that helped veterans get gym memberships uh, because you know I think or, or catch catch like twenty two like I think maybe at that time. 22 guys a, a day would, would commit suicide. And uh, he, he said, you know, I, I had this organization or have it. And he would uh, try to get gyms to give memberships to veterans. So they had something to, some place to go and not stay in the house. And I, yeah. and I, and I started to work with that guy and give him money and stay connected. Oh, God, God bless you. Thank you. Troy. I've done a lot of stuff, man. I've done a lot of veteran stuff. Yeah. You gave me a hat. 
Yeah. <laughs> you told me you couldn't get rid of the motherfucker once I get my hat. <laughs> you know what? I gave my driver from uh, from here from the, here a hat yesterday, and he goes, "Oh, thank." You. I said, "Well, fuck." When I give somebody a hat, I expect some some fucking a top service guy. <laughs> so okay, he brought well, me a bag. I got a bag right here of, of beer and 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 all kinds of things. He brought that up there. Yeah, that's good for you, man. I like that. What's Momo doing? Paranormal still? Did you go to the? Uh, yeah, yeah. I went to his birthday party the other night. It was nice, warm, family. You know, a few comedians there. The I had met the guy before. Uh, the guy helps write for Neil uh, Neil Hughley, and uh, I met. Indian, I was the with Indian him. dude. The Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he looks like. I didn't call him the Indian dude, but yeah, that's what he looked like. And what kind of vehicle does that dude have? That motherfucker could be in two places at one time. I, I I don't know. He was there and just a nice guy, just like DL. And we had uh great conversation. It was nice. Uh AJ, the paranormal guy, the reader, he was there. And, uh Familia from Momo. He was nice. I stood there for a while, then I took off. But I promised he, he showed me his nice new in his house. He's got a nice studio to record his podcast with. Uh, so I'm going to be with him uh, Thursday night for a podcast. And then he's got an upcoming uh, comedy show that I, I told him I'd, I'd go be out there. And the other, I told him, as long as I get to park where I did last time, they I get to squirt around where no cars go. And yeah. They let, the owner lets me park there. Oh, in that, in that club over there by where he lives? Yeah, yeah. The Bellflower, Bellflower. Bellflower Comedy Club. Almost like, yeah. yeah, I sold it out. That motherfucker's 47 people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like selling out a fucking doctor's waiting room. Are <laughs> <laughs> you guys in the hall? Uh, we booked too many appointments at the same time. <laughs> sell, 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 out, sell out fucking 265 fucking thousand fucking tickets downtown. Hey. Sorry, Mobile. I'm not laughing at you, brother. I'm laughing with yours. We're laughing with you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> when we laugh, our chichis don't bounce like yours. <laughs> uh, and George, you just had a stand-up anniversary, didn't you? I think I saw something on 43 years of this bullshit. God bless you. Congratulations. If I haven't got divorced, I'd be retired, I'm pretty sure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's a whole ass career. I'm not, You're still I'm going. Not sure, you know. Knowing myself as I know, as I know myself now, you know, in, in these times that you think about, you know, <clears throat> I just, you know, I, I mean, when you go to college, man, you, you go there and you're reading a book and that somebody's trying to teach you. But when you do stand up or you go, if you're in a band or any in or in whatever, you go to a club and you're not going to do well and you know you're not going to do well. And then you're going to be like, fuck this shit. And you're going to go back and do it again and again and again and again for years and then when i was telling somebody about how long i'd been doing it i said well you know 79 i was still in high school and then 89 i did arsenio my career i i, I can tell you the four there's like four points in the 40 years 79 89 i did arsenio 91 i did the tonight show 2001 i signed to do my show 2002 the show aired 2007 it ended 2009 the talk show 12 talk show was over 14 lopez tonight and this one but in between six five hbo specials and a couple other specials and all the animated movies and books and all that shit in between 
So, you know, somebody Ooh. says, oh, you know, for a Latino comedian, you know, he's probably the most successful. Uh, I would put the tail of the tape of my fucking 20, 43 years against a lot of comedians. Most well, I, I responded oh, yeah. to your Instagram. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for fans around the world and locals here. And I thank you for everything. And you know, uh, and you guys know that as uh, as entertaining as I am on camera, I'm I'm much fucking more entertaining away from it. And I think that's what the podcast <laughs> when people when people watch the podcast or watch it, they go, you know what I like, man, is I, I like the you can hear the wheels turn, you can see the wheels turn, <laughs> and this shit comes out with which you can't do that in you can't do it stand up and you see what happens, you go up there and they fucking slap you or some fucking mini dude that wants to be a lady has a fucking gun with a knife in it you know? and it's like you know you got to be careful if you know if there was a job that you could get fucking slapped it's standing in front of the hollywood ball for 18,000 people with 11 spotlights in your eyes you're like, hey. but but it's like but it's been it's been uh, you know yeah, it's been it's been it's been it's been uh, it's been all right. It's been I was great. wondering because like of stuff like the books and animated shows or I mean, movies and talk. Was there anything that like surprised you the most? What you ended up doing like you never would have expected at the start of your career? You know, I, I never thought I would have my own show. You know, I remember yeah. remember Tim Allen uh, Showtime special, and he was on stage in Indianapolis, and he said. During in his act, he said, "I just signed to do my my own show uh, with ABC, and then Home Improvement was like huge, man, huge, like oh, number yeah. one, number one. I was never, I was in the top ten a couple of weeks when I was behind in the right time spot, but that show and his career and everything. And I remember watching him, and when you watched him, all the whole tools and the <clears throat> that grunty thing, more power thing, all the whole Home Improvement show." was in his stand-up and i remember thinking back there and just looking at myself and going i don't have any fucking thing in my act that it resembles anything that would be considered a show so from from 88 to 2002 uh, a lot of ups and downs in there but on the up you know in the in in from from 95 to 99 were, were dark times for me but but um when I stopped worrying about what everybody else was doing in 99, um, I think, man, the, the universe reset itself for me. I never, I didn't imagine. And then, you know, you, you yeah. get, you get a call, you go, Oh, I got a meeting with this guy. But the, the, but the, the, the points between getting a phone call, having a meeting, having another meeting, having another meeting, having somebody else come to see the fucking points that have to fall in line at the same at the right time in order for you to even debut one week, much less than 20 weeks, is just, it's the fucking odds against are, are almost virtually impossible. I remember when Cheech told me one time, he looked at me and he put his hand on my face and he says, man, I'm proud of you, man. I said, what, what, why? He says, man, you know, I was thinking about you, man, and you like, you hit it out of the park your first time at bat. Nobody does that. And I was like, wow, man, that's, from him, it's like oh, I got this. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and then and then to prove you were bad to your grandma as a child, then you end up with an overweight Mexican retired cop like me. 
It's like the cool. It's like the fucking ghost that misses Muir over here. <laughs> a young dude with some old fucking ghost in some fucking house that she bought. The dude, that's right. The dude. Like Richie Power. Yeah. Oh yeah, Todd. You couldn't do those shows anymore. Everything is paranormal, and everything is crime. And yeah, man. You know, here, here, you know, with the phone, you can, if you have Netflix, you know, the TV doesn't have, you know, doesn't have cable uh, per se, but if you have, you know, this app, you can watch Hulu and you can watch, you know, Netflix and Showtime and stuff, but all the shit that's, that trends, man, is all stuff that at, at another time, they wouldn't let you watch it. Like if, you know, we were, if we were kids, they wouldn't, your, your mom would go and go, Hey, turn that shit. I don't want you watching that shit. Yeah. And yeah. all that stuff that we end up watching. And my daughter does that to her, to her kids, my grandson. They've never seen a Netflix documentary, and they're ten and six. Hey, and do you think? Do you think that? Do you think that those video games? Because I mean, I'm not a video gamer. I'm not a gamer, so I don't know the games that are out there. But the games that are out there that in, involve war are, are fucking violent, man, and they're more reality based. It's almost like what you would see when a when a when a, when a when a either uh somebody at war or somebody that was a police officer would see almost like real time that the 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 optics are so fucking good that do you think that that shit desensitizes people to or not people desensitizes who the, all the people that are committing that fucking kid in Texas man that fucking 18 year old kid I, I don't think so, George. I, I think those kids, you know, uh, I forget the comedian that said it. Uh, I can see him. I, I want to say it was Chris Rock that said, you know, because when they first had the big Colorado shooting where all the kids were killed, he says they used to call, they blame it on the television. They blame it on parent. They blame it on this. Whatever happened to them, they're just fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so when we were kids, we had Roy Rogers. We had Gene Autry. They were shooting the shit out of each other. We had combat. You know, they were that would they, they were shooting the shit out of each other, but we didn't go bad. You know, we didn't follow that. Today's games, they're into it, they play them. I don't think that really influences them, but I'm not a doctor. In my opinion, I don't think that makes them a killer. What about gun smoke and the rifleman? They're fucking in the yeah. title. In the fucking Ching title. Gun. What are you watching? <laughs> Every wanted to be like, and he was a baseball player too, Chuck Connors. Yeah, you know, everybody wanted to be like the rifleman. What other ones did they have? Uh, the Lone Ranger. You know, he's the shooter. Him and his silver bullet. Which is a lady that had a, the fuck good that? Oh, that was Vegas. <laughs> ah, the secretary <laughs> to Dantana. Oh, my goodness. My grandmother one time told me, hey, who took the Kleenex out of my car? You ever say that? You know, all the old ladies have Kleenex. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I took it out because I, I already gone ah, through the surprise. Ah, <laughs> have a Vegas marathon coming. Ah, <laughs> I'm going to use your fucking seat covers next. <laughs> the fucking birds are shitting inside my car. How are they doing? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, roll the window up, Cochino. Uh, I'll get to the bottom of it. You know, true story. I got to my oh, oh, this was gonna really piss off the family. I got to my swing in this house one night and she is pissed off. 
And I said, my father-in-law laughed. I said, what, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? What can you do about it? What can you do about it? I was already a said, what can you do about it? I said, do about what? She says, we were driving down the freeway right now, and I saw some girl giving the guy he was leaning over in his crotch, and they were, and I said, what? She was not with her. I said, oh, she was orally copulating him? Instead of just saying, oh, she was giving him a blowjob? And she said, yes. What can we do about it? I said, watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say thanks for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's got choice. Oh. Uh, that's kind of uh, that's what they said. What can we do about it? <laughs> I'm fucking, hey, hey, join in with your fucking conga line on the freeway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um years ago in uh, Indianapolis, uh a young comedian was being filleted. Uh, and as, and on the way down, uh, <laughs> jumped the fucking I don't think curb. I was and, ready for that. Ju- jumped the curb and flattened a fucking tire uh, in his uh, fucking Chevy Tahoe and bent the axle. <laughs> Dangerous. You're, you're playing with time, fire. It's, you're going it's the only time this young comedian ever ordered, ever, uh, 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 ever left a car and reported it stolen. <laughs> but but he left residue inside, but he was never traced back. That that was before they used DNA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just told him that some bird shit inside my car. Hey, <laughs> oh my god. I wouldn't recommend that. Was a, the most danger I got into as a as a young adult. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's risk involved. That's for sure. <laughs> so what's going? What else is going on, George? Um, what is going on? Let's see. We're coming into the summer, though. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man, dude. Here in the here where I am, um, possibly the worst, the worst drivers that, uh, and a lot of crime. Now, the rapper just got killed last night in his car, or like sitting in his car. It's oh, shit. yeah, man. I, you know, I, I think I think you know. I think one of the things that we talked about this before, like not doing things at night that you don't need to do that you do during the day. I think mm-hmm. that's a good way to combat. Like if you're like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, it is. I forgot fucking spaghetti. Like, fuck that shit, man. Like, don't go. Don't go out there. It's, it's simple really, things. really dangerous. Yeah. Simple, 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 simple things. Just help. Prepare. Don't leave anything in your car. Try not to have packages delivered that might sit outside if somebody's not there to receive them. Don't fucking park your bike on the thing and 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 don't go out at night or go get gas at night if you're by yourself. <laughs> and don't get caught giving a mamon to somebody you should and, be. Hey, <laughs> and if you're in Chevy Tahoe, don't fucking blow your load coming off an off-wrap. <laughs> I'm not even a truck driver and I had a fucking wide load <laughs> in there, I told them they said, well, "What happened in here?" I said, "Spider Man hit me. I moved. They right there on the dashboard." <laughs> the uh, the um, I'm gonna say um, what did I say about that? Uh, man, about but I think that oh man, it's right here. It's but but I think that I think that in the crime of fuck man I mean remember we're coming off that fucking pandemic where nobody did shit for two years that includes fucking criminals like if they're 
Motherfuckers that are used yeah, to jacking yeah. people. It was two years without jacking people, man. Like, and and if you're taking, you know, I've taken some medicine that you know, taking a lot of medicine for my thing, but also, you know, I like to, uh, I like, I don't know, they call it, I don't know why they call it recreational drugs because you take one, you're like that. You don't, you don't look like you're gonna be doing anything recreational for a long time. But I would, I would say, I would say that if there's people out there that are casual drug users, to to avoid as much as you can because that fucking fentanyl is it's in all of these things, man. Yeah. Like you, it's in all, it's in all this shit. Like you think, hey, your friend gave you a pill, you know, your back hurts. I would say I would say for people to be careful because that shit, man, is their 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 prince. I mean, Prince was was uh, addicted to you know painkillers, but then he got pills that had that fentanyl in them. He was done, man. I mean, like you can do it one time. I was watching something in in the documentary that this this the daughter had. Uh, um, a prescription and got up. They got a pill because her back hurt. And gave it to her and she she OD man on that. Man, it's like you can't see it, so it could be in something legitimate. You think hey, you're taking don't put legitimate? Yeah. Don't put fentanyl in Viagra, brother. <laughs> what did Richard Pryor say? You'll come and go at the same time. Oh, that's God. right. <laughs> you thought he was coming and he was going. They'll find you and you'll be like that. Like, you know, like those cats they sell in Mexico. They're, they're like that. They just fucking ground by the arm and take him away. Yeah, it's 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 uh we're living in 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 uh, dangerous times, man. Yeah. And if you're on Tinder, why we're talking about going on Tinder? And if you're going on Tinder dates when with somebody you don't know, man, that you're listen, leave the what's the number again? Uh 818 Leave the number and, and your measurements, and I'll buy you a your <laughs> <laughs> One of the few gifts I have is measuring the right dildo to the right person. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm opening a company too. I'm just we're just starting to get the license. Dildos by George. Hey, can we call it anonymously? <laughs> we could call it what? Anonymously? Yes. We could call it uh, palitos for your seat. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean uh um yeah. The dating sites and all that shit, man, is... is... Shit, there was that doctor, the guy that wanted to be a doctor on Craigslist that was killing brothers. They got him up in New York, I believe. Listen, because everybody wants to be in shape, now they can put you in a fucking suitcase and you fit. Before, they would have to be like, what am I going to do with this body? They didn't have they exactly. put you in there. What, hey, that's why I'm... What about the doctor that was a fertility doctor I went, and when his procedures didn't work, he put his own mecco in there. See? That's why I don't worry about being kidnapped or slaughtered, put in a suitcase. There's too much of me, brother. Uh, they'll be like, who's that over there? Oh, yeah, that, U-Haul's coming tomorrow to pick that up. <laughs> the guy, I needed another guy. We just, we just called him to come and pick it up. But but like that the um, it's on HBO and then it's on Netflix where... The, the 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 babies didn't have any traits of the father. <laughs> it was the fucking doctor. They went they, they went to the doctor and they, oh, yeah. the and they looked, you know sometimes old people can look like babies look like a fucking doctor look like 17 kids look like the doctor. Yeah 
I remember oh, that. Is one. this um? Is it Baby God? Is that what it was called? Baby God and another. There's one another one. And the doctor would use. You know, it's almost like if you know if 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 somebody's around and they go, give me that specimen. Oh, where did she go? And then you know what? Fucking Doctor Love and Associates. Doctor Love and Associates. The ninety-nine percent rate. Only one lady spit it out. Oh, that's good. I think my. Is my computer, oh no no. Something else. What is that? So, will you fill us in on on uh, how how how's the podcast doing overall? Uh, so it's doing solid. I'd say the average, um, you know, spoilers for listeners, the average listenership is around like 25,000 to 30,000 per episode with like big guests. It'll skyrocket up, but uh, around that per and, uh, and and constantly building. It's, uh, you know, it's a long grind with these things, but uh, every, every week it, it seems like more. Are you surprised or are you, are you disappointed in where we are? No, I think that's just really solid. Uh, and so many of these things, as a lot of listeners know, it's like these things are very guest driven, right? It's so much of this is around like the algorithm and stuff like that. So when you have, we have like names on people who are usually on shows, that always helps it blow up too. But what's also cool is people really like the still episodes. Like Tony Hawk and you know, coming up Tony Hawk and his and his dude. It was great to see Tony Hawk in there, man. That was he that was, dude's cool. He was so cool. He's the fucking best, man. Hey. And just the most down just, to earth, just like normal. He was non pretentious. Just he just seemed like a regular guy. And out of all the guests that have been on the show since I've been around, uh, I was more touched by him than anybody else. He, he was really good. It's funny, man, because um, you know, I think maybe kids that fit in do team sports. And kids that don't fit in become great at something you could do alone. Right? Yeah. Like if you fit in don't and worry. you have friends and you're a good athlete and you're like, okay, uh, you know, I'm on a team. And then eventually, like, you know, it's funny, man, because when Maya was playing baseball, you know, the, like she didn't, you know, all of a sudden it becomes competitive and it's not fun for the kids, you know. But these fucking emotions hit you. And you know, Gil, like, the first year she played, like, at a farm team. And one of the actors, Mark Moses, I think he was on – big actors on Desperate Housewives. He was like the coach and I would go to the games and stuff. And, you know, it was fun for the kids. And like, they, they, you know, didn't know where they were running to and all this. And it was fun. And then they had the banquet and already I feel it like, like, like all, all the kids signed a baseball. So she's in the back and I think she's even in the car seat, man. And she's holding the baseball, looking at it, I look back and she goes, daddy, look. And then I had it. And I was like, all of a sudden, you're like, don't, how do you say, it? like, don't ever forget your first team or, like, that team. Like, what it meant to be part of a team. And I was in the car. I was like, leave it right now. It's just, there's just something about being a part of a team with your friends that's different than throwing the ball against a wall or hitting a fucking tennis racket or, or whatever you want to be a golfer. You're hitting fucking lemons in your backyard, whatever the fuck like I did. But when you're part of a, when you, when you don't fit in and you're part of a team that does good or bad, you're still part of like this fucking, cause if you're part of a team, 
maybe you won't like one or two guys, but not the all 13 guys. And it's just something, something about that. Even doing the movie right here, like, you know, yesterday was a big day. Like everybody gets along and they're all going to be here this week. And, and you're just like, man, you know, it reminds you of what it's like to be part of a team. And this is, we're doing the work. Yeah. And then next year when it comes out and if, if it is what we believe it could be, it, it's a fucking game changer, man. It's like, you're, you're part of something that's like, like, like for Chicanos, it's like Apple, man. This, this thing's never been done before. You know, I, I, I've got to tell you, my, when you talk about that, my six-year-old, my six-year-old grandson, he really loves baseball, loves the Dodgers. He wants to get in. He was hurt the other day because I went to a Dodger game and he wasn't invited. But I mean, he, he's a good little kid. He could smack the shit out of the ball. He's the biggest guy in the team. And it's just T-ball. But he loved it. And he'd hit it and he'd come in. He'd slide in the home plate, whether there's a play or not. And the last game they were in the playoffs, they lost the game. And they lost the game by one run. So I'm talking to my daughter. We were at the game, but I talked to my daughter later that night. I said, how's Brody doing? She said, well, he's okay. And she says, but I asked him, hey, bud, did you, did you like playing baseball? She says, yes. And are you happy you did? He says, no. And he says, why? He says, because we lost our last game. He was sad. He was so into it. He was sad because they lost their last game. Yeah. So he's looking forward to going back and winning again. You know, so he's into you know it. What? That's a good point because what happens now is if everybody gets a fucking trophy, there's no incentive to be better. And losing makes you – should lo, losing should be an effect of I'm a – forget I'm a loser. You want to make yourself better and come back and win. And not keeping score or everybody, you know, getting a participation trophy. I never want to, I never want to champion. I've talked about it because I thought my first year I was Corajudo. The coach didn't like me. I was like a tough to deal with. And I think for that was my penance that I never wanted. I mean, when we were literally, the championship was in my hands and I, I didn't deliver. But um, when you stop making things that are sport about, not winning and losing, but but playing and the work you put into being a team, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win or lose. That 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 it, once you lose the dynamic of it doesn't fucking matter if I catch this ball or not. We're all gonna fucking end up with the same thing. You, you you're gonna lose a, a, a drive or or sparking a kid's drive that's gonna drive him for the rest of his life. That's for sure. Sure, he's he's different than his older brother. This one's really good. So he, he, he loves it, and he's waiting for his uh, – they're going to have a party here in a couple of weeks, but he's looking forward to next year. I'm looking forward my, – my wife is <laughs> – you didn't see this on the side. My wife is getting ready to leave the house, and off to the side, she's giving me instructions silently. Turn the lights <laughs> out, turn the it. fan off, do this, do that, because she's getting ready to leave. So Are you going to see her before you take off to the airport? Yes, I'll, I'll, she's she going to drive me down to the airport tonight. You know, if you were younger, when you got back, she'd smell your chest to make sure you weren't. <laughs> well, not Tina's with you. There we go. Let yeah, me smell your chest. She don't care. She a, I'm 72. She don't care, Daniel, George. Oh, she'll smell. Did <laughs> you fucking candy on your chest? <laughs> I don't know what she's telling me. 
Get her, get her on camera. Say, have her say hi to the audience. Pearl, 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 come here. Come here. Okay, you won't be able to hear because I've got the earpods on. But just, 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 just look at. See, there hello. you are. Say hello. Oh, I did. Say, say I'm hello. Not here. Tell, oh, you, no. tell them all you've given me instructions. I was telling you shut the windows. See, see. <laughs> See, Bendejo doesn't know anything. There, there you go. Uh, you won't shut him if I don't tell you. Bye, George. <laughs> she said, bye, George. Bye, bye Grant. Bye, Grant. Bye, bye. She's yes, sweet. we got you're her on the pod. You're very, you're very lucky to have uh, somebody like that. I am very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. 51, uh, 51 years. 51 years of lucky. Uh, what do I have? Uh, Check this out. I got this medal from the, uh, a cat house in the Nevada of the <laughs> This is, this is uh, the three bucket award. <laughs> I don't want to ask you what you fill the bucket with. Buckets of love. But you know what? I, as much as sometimes I wish uh, I, I was with somebody, uh, Looking around this room, there's a lot of things that if I was had a companion, and they would be like, "You're not gonna do that. You're not doing that, and you're not gonna smoke those two joints in the bedroom." So <laughs> I think it's kind of nice to have a little bit of freedom for me. For me you know, personally, I'm not, not anybody else. I'm talking about me. For me personally, people often ask me when I go out and speak, like at Crime Con and big events like that, "Where's your wife?" That's exactly why I don't take her with me. That's exact, and she understands. There are other people out there that, you know, you got a job to do. You know, you got a glad hand to do what you got to do. I don't have time to be, what do you want for dinner? Where are we going? So she understands and she gives me the freedom to do that. Well, I'm just waiting for one more sponsor, but tell Momo he's not invited to, to what I'm going to do out there by where he lives called Kurokan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't bring your wife. <laughs> oh, Grant, what's the number? 818-533-1843. All right. I'm going to have a Kulokan, and you call and leave a message and say why, maybe you're you're not good with women, why you think you should be invited to the first annual Kulokan that I'm going to have at, over Labor Day weekend. Can I, can I add to that? You, you said why you think you should be, you're not good with women. Why don't we add some women to your Kulukan. I mean, women you know, there, yeah. Yeah, just see if they'd like to be part of Kulukan. Some hediondas, yeah. We'll have, yeah, uh, because, hey, Kulukan's number one. Yeah, and and we'll have, uh, you know, a mouth day. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like a pool party. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do Oh My God Hide podcast. Uh, is Pearl gone? Is she out of the room? Yeah, she's gone. We're gonna, we're gonna get a hotel. She can't hear anything. We're gonna go to the. I'm, I'm just making the thinking out loud. The Viceroy in Palm Springs. We're gonna get some. We're gonna rent it out, and we're gonna have Kulo Khan. <laughs> and it's it. like, dry heat. Hey, it's just dry like, heat out there. And just so like a pool, sweat. And just like a pool to have the deep end. If you're a little bit heavier, you you show up one day. And they have a little flaquito day. They'll have thick day, a gordita day. We'll show you how to clean yourself properly. We'll have the educational program, how to clean yourself. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all like good. a week long Kulokan. It's like a week long event. We're gonna do Kulokan. 
movies and where you make noise. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we'll have a contest to who makes the best, you know, noise of when they see a vieja. Oh, you know, like. <laughs> Don't ask me to be a judge because I'll just be laughing in the background. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but hey, but, but, but post, send pictures to Grant. We'll put them up on the, on the oh my God. Uh, who has that? Or send them to me. I'll do it. Up, up, yeah, but, or, or like DM the Instagram or something like yeah. that, right? The OMG High Podcast Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah cool. let, let's, uh, let's start to post some pictures about uh, about where you are and what you're doing. About who? Who will count in the works? Yeah. I did oh, the one okay. with you and Frank on my on my main. Yeah, accounts. yeah, I, I saw that. And uh, thank you. And it, and it was good. I'll, I'll be take some pictures up when I'm with the vets in uh, Chicago. And I look forward and hopefully I'll spend an extra day there. Uh, you just have to let me know if we're, if we're good, we're going to be good. two tickets to, to go see him on Wednesday and I'll come back. Yeah. I'll come back late. Yeah. We'll be good. What's today? Sunday. I'll find out where the white Sox are and I'll, I'll call them and I'll, white Sox. The Dodgers are going to be there. I know. And so the, it'll all be good. You know, I'm trying to get you in the win. owner's box, but to go on, the all right. field, to go on the field. All right. That 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 sounds great, George. I I certainly appreciate it. This Mexican don't get this shit that like that. But where they are, uh, Brian, look, look, let's see where they are. Are they playing right now? They're playing today just, here. I think They're every today here. Uh, the White Sox. I think every I think every fucking yeah. major league team plays on Sunday, don't they? Yeah, I think so. they literally start. It literally starts at one ten, so the game is starting at this like very moment. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, I, I got. It. I'll, I'll I'll call. Uh, yeah, I got. It. You know, man, what I used to be the kid, I used to be the kid bad. that was left out, and now all of a sudden you're the one that could be like, "Hey, let's do this." Like, that's crazy. That is. Yeah, that's yeah. a superpower. I'm lucky, crazy. Yeah. And meanwhile, across yeah, here, look into the other uh, apartments, and you you know, you don't want to see people that don't look good naked. <laughs> hey. Amen. I turn away. I see myself. I, I don't need to look at them. <laughs> Let's go. And I, you know what? I, I told Grant, uh, I want to get uh, an upcoming guest. I know you love him, George. The guy was a cut man in uh, Manny Pacquiao's corner. Uh, met his idol when he was a kid. Uh, Manos de Piedra. Yeah, Durant. Uh, our, he met Mr. Duran, took him out. They had an In-N-Out burger and ate it by themselves. The guy's still a working homicide cop or sheriff's homicide. And this is a guy that tells a story. Uh, he told a story on another. I, I said, hey, is this shit true? He was a uh, working cop, went to a Mexican party in East L.A. And you know how Mexican parties are. They're all dancing around, making a lot of news. And this guy's. They're, the Theo's laid out in the driveway. They said, that's oh, okay. We'll take care of our Theo. He's just drunk and passed out. We'll get him inside in a while. He left. He says, at 4 o'clock in the morning, he got a call from somebody named Gil Carrillo. said, hey, when are you going to come back and write a report on this dead guy? And the guy was dead all the time. They were dancing all around. And nobody knew it. Oh, my God. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's so he's ready. That's to, he's ready to come on. Yeah. And, it, 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 and he's name? still an active. He's still an active cut man. On all the pro fights you see, uh, uh, Rodriguez, Mike Rodriguez. I um, yeah, we'll set it up. I met Roberto Duran in Vegas in the mid two thousands, and he was one of my favorite fighters of all time. 
And when I took a picture with it, he, they, somebody said to me, Roberto Duran wants to take a picture with you. I was like, what? And then when I went over to him and he kissed my hand, and I thought, fuck, man. I was like, this, I, you couldn't believe it. You can't believe, you can't, Roberto Duran. You've watched your head since. Well, he kissed the wrong hand. It's like, I told him, hey, kiss the, <laughs> kiss, the, kiss the left one, man. Don't kiss the right one. <laughs> the one has all the fucking action. <laughs> yeah, the guy's got some great stories. He's still there right now. I saw him the other night again for the first time in, in a long time. He puts on the homicide. He helps put on a homicide school for guys that come from around the U.S. to attend it. Uh, he's a good guy. He'd be a great guest. I know you'd be enthused about him. Yeah, give me his info, Gil, and we'll we'll make it happen. Good. Awesome. Well, when's your uh, concert at, George? My concert is uh, at at a hall here. And uh, uh, the guy said, do you want to be real close to the stage or further back? I said, fucking close, eh? Yeah, what kind of a question is that? I'm going to see if I can get, because uh, I always try to get picks from the guys. Pete Townsend gave me some oh, picks yeah. over there at the Hollywood Bowl. Which was, oh, dude. Guy came up to me, goes, hey, uh, Pete wanted me to give you these. He's like, uh, one, a couple of them said the who with the with the arrow, and then a couple of them said Pete. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, you know, when you get older, you know, like, the, you know, uh, uh, the who played at the Hollywood Bowl, and there was a guy in the front row that kept yelling at, at uh, Pete Townsend, rock and roll. <laughs> and fucking Pete Townsend goes, hey, mate, why don't you sit down, you cunt? I know it's rock and roll, <laughs> motherfucker. <we're playing> with <laughs> 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 he, he tells out, he goes, this fucking guy yelling rock and roll at me the whole fucking night. Like, sit your fucking ass down. I'm playing. I know what the fuck up is like. So funny, man. Like, you know, when you're young, you, it, it's all noise all the time. And when you're older, it's like one. You can hear one dude yelling "rock and roll." I'm like, hey, fucking relax. I know it's rock and roll. Fuck, I wrote this shit. <laughs> you practically invented this shit. But uh, I'm gonna try some David Gilmore picks. Yeah. Have you seen him before? I'll see him after. And you know, I didn't know that one of the guys that uh, Danny Zetezlo, this uh, legendary promoter, the bottle that put Coke in my luggage without me knowing, allegedly, um, is going to be, he flew in from Phoenix. I said, hey, what happened to that shit? He goes, I put it in your luggage. Motherfucker, put a softball of cocaine in my luggage on my way back to Burbank. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. The dog didn't snip it? I think I put it around my calzones. <laughs> now, the first time I went to Europe and, uh, you know, I, I was all freaked out about bringing Cuban cigars, but I'd been there for like three weeks walking around. So I wrapped their cigars in my calzones. I said, if that dog can smell fucking tobacco to all the fucking chorro in those calzones, <laughs> he can have those fucking cigars. <laughs> when I smoked them, I smelled like, like who, who fucking farted? It was <laughs> It's soaked in, it's soaked into the leaves. You know. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. No, I don't. But it's been enough. 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 Enough hygiene for the day. Yeah.
This is awesome. Thanks for hopping on Zoom, don't everyone. Don't forget Kulo Khan. Kulo Khan. Next time we meet, Kulo we'll have Khan. some stories. It's from Chicago. Where there you go. Hughley to talk about his uh, what's going on with the situation on social media. We're talking about the pros and cons of social media. I'm going to ask DL to do awesome. the show. I've got DL, it, I've right? got DL's back. I love DL. Yeah, he's awesome, man. The great he guy. called me yesterday, and uh, yeah, awesome. That's great. Comedians right, well, used to never beef about shit that wasn't about the stage. Sad, man. To, yeah, me, it's, media, to me, it's sad. It's unnecessary. It's fucking sad. You know? We're not like that. I mean, it's almost like the LAPD and the sheriffs. We don't need that kind of beef in this. Nah. <laughs> we all do the same shit. We all do the same yeah, shit. Yeah, we're all the same thing. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks, Hi, gentlemen. Aaron.